0: hello everybody and welcome back to the cascadia quarter podcast uh my name is matt i'm back from the last episode it's been like two months <laughs> since i've been here
1: it's
0: been a while um and i'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts drew i'm a little drunk james i'm a lot drunk <laughs> and zach
2: organ's getting cooked in baseball
0: <laughs> shut up <laughs> Um, And as always, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, our show notes for today are about as loose as they're going to get. So don't expect anything better than our last episode. Although I'm here so I can kind of guide the Mm -hmm. show along. So that's good at least. Um, But yeah, make sure to leave our show a five star review on wherever you're listening. And our Twitter has like double the followers since the last time we recorded. We are up to 90. We are almost triple digits people.
3: Like we're higher than ninety. We're at ninety-eight. We're so I close.
0: Don't, I don't count bot followers. <laughs> <laughs> so, hosting a fake giveaway. Um,
4: Retweeting a Madden code. You,
0: tweeting, mad goad, you <laughs> fucking degenerate. We are at ninety legitimate followers. So thank you. Make sure to drop us a follow at Cascadia underscore Corner. Um, and make sure to check the description of the episode for all of our social tags as well. So getting into things, we have about a month of content to catch up on, but the big time stuff right here. The uh the stick sports softball and baseball big time big time of year for those um so yeah let's get started with softball Drew how uh, how UW
3: do uh UW had a great season um they like they made it to the women's college world series they were playing in OKC uh they won their first game against Utah um they were on a roll and then they kind of fizzled out and couldn't get the bats going against. I, why am I drawing a blank, um, Stanford, Florida state. uh, Florida state? Yeah. Florida state was the first game. Um, there was like a late rally and then just like in the seventh inning, they gave up a few runs. Um, so that basically sealed the deal for Florida state to beat them. They're a phenomenal team. Like you'd up kind of really went in there with no chance. And then Stanford, um, honestly, a game that I thought we should have won um stanford's a like phenomenal team uh kennedy is like going to be one of the best pitchers in college softball if she, she isn't already is like she she's insane <laughs> she was just a freshman this year um she's amazing uh like every every pitch every location it's she's pounding the zone she gets O2 counts like right away she's amazing um but then ruby malin for for the u on the other side was just pitching gem after gem. Um, she kind of went away in the Florida State game but was able to like come back and do great against Stanford. Um they lost that 1-0 and that finished their season. Um, so yeah, finishing as like the top one of the top five teams in the nation is in a pretty bad season in my opinion. Um, only other Cascadia corner school was Oregon and they made it to the Super Regionals. And eventually lost to Oklahoma State. Um, again, one of the better teams in the country. Um, but yeah, that's as far as happened on softball. Um, UW's probably going to enter rebuilding gear for 2024. Um, a lot of the like great seniors, Klinger, Sammy Reynolds, Kelly Lynch, Alchin, they're not most likely not coming back next year. Like They have eligibility, but at this point, it doesn't seem likely. So almost a brand new roster for the Huskies next year. Yeah, Oklahoma interesting is so scary. To see. Oklahoma oh softball God. is like the scariest sport, like team I've ever seen. Like,
4: Oklahoma softball is scarier than Alabama football ever was.
3: It's not <laughs> close either. <laughs> it, like, no, you winning fifty three straight games yeah. is like more impressive than the UConn hundred and twelve straight or one eleven, whatever it was. Like, and they only lost one game this year. So, yeah, no, they could have very easily been like. 59 and 0 I think it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're insane Um, they just won their third straight natty like they're going to be the favorites every year going forward they lost their best hitter Um, Jocelyn she's like the greatest softball hitter we have ever seen in the sport and she uh, was a senior last year so she wasn't able to come back they lost a 40 home run hitter and they were even better this year
0: if I am on a softball team and I am playing Oklahoma. and I see one of their runners spike a bat after drawing a walk. <laughs> I would walk. I would walk off the field like wait, how do you respond to that?
3: <laughs> they are bat spiking their walks because they know that they are better than you. They like they have a yeah. different aura surrounding themselves. And they just know that they're better than you. Like I've never seen it in any sport in my life. It's like watching a bunch of grown adults beating up on toddlers. <laughs>
2: Softball is so electric. It was so it fun is. watching UW and the, the UW Utah game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was a great game.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: <clears throat> so, pivoting now to our other stickball bat sport, baseball. Zach, you get to jump in here with Oregon State because softball, their season was there, eh, you know, compared to the rest of the teams in the Pac 12. But baseball, Oregon State's bread and butter, how'd they do?
2: Uh, Oregon State went to the LSU Regional and played one of the only real SEC teams. Most <laughs> of the SEC is a joke, and they get in because of the SEC bias. Um, Oregon State played well, but just couldn't keep up. Uh, LSU spends, like, I don't know, probably $8 million on their team. For players, and NIL and Oregon State maybe spends a million. So... Uh, this was more this, of a rebuilding year for Oregon yeah. State too. I feel really, like really, really this was team.
3: also one of the most wild regionals I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, LSU using their like using Paul Skeens on day one against a horrible <laughs> two lane team.
2: <laughs> Paul Skeens, who's gonna go number one overall in the yes. draft. Yeah.
3: And they're using him against a team that like backed their way in, an 18 and 40 team. <laughs> Roll, 40 wave. Last game. Roll wave. <laughs> <laughs> Roll wave.
4: Shout out Reed. Roll wave.
1: Reed <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, LSU is loaded. They have the number one and number two picks up, like, expected upcoming this major league season. And this was more of a rebuilding year for Oregon State. And Oregon State took it to them, almost beating them, lost the first game seven to six. And then just had no pitching for that final game, and lost thirteen I think to seven.
0: It's a good sign for Oregon State baseball that this is like a rebuilding yeah. year for them. You know, like you still get to yeah, yeah you still get to the tournament. Like you go toe to toe with one of the best teams. Like LSU is a top five team in the country right now in baseball, very easily, and to just take it to them like Oregon State did is very impressive. Uh, Drew on the side of UW, they also had a pretty solid run. How'd they do? Uh U
3: baseball should not exist in my opinion. Um all the stickball money should just go back to the softball
0: team. Um
3: but Jason Kelly, holy shit, year one, getting that team to a regionals and like almost coming out of the regionals. Like I know they like got their ass kicked by Oral Roberts, but they're the hottest team in the country right now. Like, wow, that team is going to be great in a few years. Um, Jason Kelly is going to continue getting his guys in there. He's going to continue improving the pitching staff. The hitters are going to get even better. Um, so I think UW going to be a really scary program for the Pac-12. Um, Probably make some like national headlines over the next few years. But like, yeah, this year, making it even
0: to a regional was a massive step for this baseball program. 100%. I think they had a really good run this year, considering how the roster was built and it's just a testament to the coaching and um, how they raised their roster up throughout the season. Now, James, speaking of oral Roberts, who uh, Oregon is also feeling the wrath of, they're they're still having a great run right now. Kind of out of nowhere. Explain that a bit.
4: Yeah. So through most of the season, Oregon baseball was kind of meh. uh, Even if you were just scoreboard watching it, like I was talking to Zach about this earlier. They got slapped around by Washington less than a month ago. Washington yeah. put up 40 plus runs, I believe, in Eugene. Uh, it was like, it kind of seemed like the season was dead in the water. And then they go through the Pac 12 championship. They beat number eight Stanford. <clears throat> uh, they win the Pac 12 championship. Then they get slated for the Nashville uh, regional versus uh, Vanderbilt. And it's like, oh, well, great season, you know? Then they go in, they beat Xavier for like the fifth time this year (laughs) to open the regional. They beat uh, Vanderbilt in an absolutely insane back to back game uh, where it felt like Oregon was going to have another devastating postseason loss, and they didn't. They were able to pull it out, and then they were able to beat Xavier in the regional final to host a super regional for the first time ever, I believe. I don't think they hosted in 2012, the last time they. Went to a Super Regional, and then after being down 8 nothing, to Oral Roberts early, they've climbed back 8-6. I'm watching it right now, top of the 7th. So, yeah. I mean, hell of a season to build on going forward. There's no reason why, like any other Oregon sport, why they can't be at the top of the league. Uh, and yeah, just continue building on it. Yeah,
0: that's great to hear for them. And obviously <clears throat> when we're recording this, that Oral Roberts game still is not ended, and you said they're climbing yeah. back. So, in hindsight, it'll be kind of funny to listen to this segment based on how the game ends. <laughs> and we also can't move on without mentioning our lovely Coug, Wazoo. Still, all things considered, you know, didn't make any big postseason noise, do much, but had a winning record at 29 and 23. They went 10 and 19 in conference, which did them in. I mean, the Pac 12 in baseball is just, I mean, the Pac 12 in most non revenue sports is just unreal. Uh, so it's a dumb sight. Like yeah.
3: Especially when you have teams like UW and Oregon who have like not
0: been great. Yeah. When
3: they're kind of hitting their stride in the sports now.
0: Yeah. And I mean they were still able to take win a series against UCLA, who was hot at the time, take a game off Oregon, take a game off Oregon State. Um, some still pretty impressive wins on the board for this team and a lot to build on going forward. Also, shout out Leah Miller, Ace Portland Pickles pitcher. Oh, is also on that squad. So, shout How out to How the Pickles there. doing I love the Pickles. Do we get a Pickles update? Do we get a Pickles yeah, update? Do we up? get a Pickles give, update.
4: Us, give us a Pickles
0: update. <laughs> so for those who are not aware, um, my <laughs> is I work for the Portland Pickles, I'm their social media and PR guy. So I get to follow the team all summer long, seeing how they're doing, keeping up with scores, rosters. They're 5-1 right now. They're kind of on fire. They've won their last four. Just swept um, Loops up in Canada. They're starting another series against Kelowna, also in Canada. Squad's looking good. Preseason, they didn't have all their guys in. First couple games looked a bit rough, but... A lot of the guys that were playing in the tournament um, started trickling in for the summer, and holy cow, Sage Lancaster! Holy crap, that dude from is from Hawaii. He's electric. He's so good. So we will, I guess, be getting pickles updates now <laughs> as we record episodes of the summer for anybody interested. but picks are hot. Picks are hot. Is there like so.
3: a is there like a tournament for your league or like a championship between like all the independent leagues or anything?
0: Like, um, it's just within the league. Okay, it's not like the other indie leagues play.
2: West Coast League goes. How for,
3: how hard yeah. would it be to set up a like tournament or postseason? after you guys win the West Coast League Championship, because obviously that's happening.
0: Yeah. Clearly. How yeah.
3: easy would it be to set up a like tournament and get like all the winners of all the
0: Indie Ball Leagues? Probably pretty difficult, because the rosters throughout the season are so fluid with guys in and out and 10-day ten, ten contracts and stuff. Like, it, It's hard enough to keep guys on for the whole season, so <laughs> I doubt a national tournament is even possible. Um... It'd be fun
2: watch out corvallis Knights. the pickles are coming
0: <laughs> yes corvallis corvallis is all oregon <laughs> state players they need to grow up hey a bunch Metro of the good rogues your ass is going. grass and we're gonna mow it <laughs> <laughs> do not
4: disrespect my rogues please thank you very much
0: uh all right i think we can move on from baseball and softball now yeah yeah good um, season the soft- <laughs>
3: the mariners don't exist anywhere. We don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking
0: about them anymore. Um yeah. Go go ems, but holy cow. <laughs> we don't want it, we're not talking about them right now. So we could go back to what we, what we love most, and that is Pac-12 football. We're trying. Oh, we're trying we're trying. In June it's we're hard trying. to
4: love college football. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and granted, we are Actually, a very short amount of time away from being able to talk actual football yeah. game. I think it is creeping up on us closer than we are ready for, which is awesome because we'll have stuff to actually talk about. Um, but something we were doing on Twitter earlier today and in our group chat, we were talking about with the Cascadia Quarter teams some of the funnier moments that we've seen from these teams mm-hmm. in recency. Um there's a lot of good ones so we're yes. gonna kind of run through that i have no i have no natural segue for this i'm so sorry it's not smooth i know it's um, just a bunch of dudes talking ball <laughs> yeah very very lunch table conversation going on right it's now it's that
4: youtube uh <laughs> thumbnail of the guys sitting around the couch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this,
0: literally us um but yeah who wants yeah can you yeah really can get start? started
3: okay do we, are we limiting it to Pac-12 era, or like, opening it up to, like, Pac-10? No, like it up. Pack just open end. it up. Okay, well, it doesn't even matter. The funniest fucking moment is UW and Cal losing, or playing it until 2am because of a fucking yeah. lightning storm. <laughs> and <then laughs> UW losing because their wide receiver can't do a fucking toe tap from six yards away in the end zone. Like, he had, uh, he just jumped out of bounds. Like, and that's how you lose a game, at 2am. Like, that, like, I don't care any other game. That's the top moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it's uh, kind of tough. I know for me, for UW, one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed was the 2021 uw Oregon game. Because at that point, as a UW fan, all hope was lost. There was <laughs> nothing to play for. All dignity <laughs> from that season was just gone. It was just a matter of okay, let's play Oregon and see how this goes. And Talk about an absolute nightmare of a game, to put it lightly. For, honestly, for both teams, but it was yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen. We had
3: the highest of highs with that, like, almost pick six. Carson Burner, like, gets tagged up. Like, on like, up the 10-yard line. Like, we think we got Oregon. Like, we think this is the moment where the Jimmy like era changes. We think that we have a chance. Oh, yeah, no. Like, all the Husky fans in the stadium in that game were like, this is the moment, like this, like we're fucking back. Like all the ones fine. that stayed past the first quarter and that's because of the like, radio. Literally, mean? not even halfway through the first quarter. This happens. And then like <laughs> we go up by several scores. <laughs> and then like Oregon and Anthony Brown just like drive down the field and just dot 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 dot. 15 yard run, 30-yard run. <laughs> and then the Dylan Morris, like Interception to three different guys, the so a Norris tax
0: had not applied yet. Sadly, to
3: cap it all off, with ninety seconds left in the game, Jimmy Lake on fourth down, <laughs> and he needs a touchdown. He decides to fucking punt, and the ball sails out of the end zone. Like the stadium's uh, empty, like no one's left in the stadium. Husky fans are left booing. at halftime. Like everyone was pissed. It's rainy. It's gross, and the ball just sails out of the end zone, and just everyone in the stadium just. Yeah, before the game even ends. Great moment. <laughs> it was
4: so I. Uh, oh, are you guys done with that? Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I I cut off. But so, or or Stanford made my list three separate times, and I'm and curious, this is for Oregon, correct? For Oregon, yes. Okay. And I'm curious for as outsiders, which Stanford or Oregon moment is the funniest to you guys? That's my question.
2: For me, yes. it was. Yes. Um. The, the david shaw versus mario Cristobal just stambles of trying which time to... <laughs> the, last one, the last one of them like <laughs> really ch- just trying to do game management it was hilarious they had like they're like chickens with their head cut off like calling timeouts on fourth down and it, it's just yeah. it's so entertaining because it's so bad like i don't know how you can be that bad at game management i'm sure like my seven-year-old cousin who plays Madden has, like, ten times better game management than both of those guys combined.
0: A classic who-wants-it-less matchup. I'd really love to see it.
2: It really
4: was. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Dewey?
3: I was going to say that. And probably when Stanford beat Oregon on, like, the last second field goal, when Oregon was ranked, like, first or second in the country, I think this is, like, 2013, 2014 um i'm pretty sure the same night kansas state when they were on that like colin klein run i'm pretty sure they lost that same day and just like oregon losing to cap that night when they very easily could have just been like capped the number one seed and been the Mm -hmm. best team going like for the rest of the season and they just fucking blow it versus stanford
4: i agree Another another classic Oregon loses to Stanford moment.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anthony Brown doing what he did uh, not too long ago was I, after it, ap- after beating Ohio State in the horseshoe,
4: and That's the funniest
0: part. That's the funniest. Anthony part. Brown.
4: Anthony Brown
3: in both twenty twenty one Utah games. Yes, <laughs> that do. Like, Utah had the same exact strategy. I was at both games. I attended the game at Utah and attended the game in Vegas. Front row, both times. (laughs) I watched Utah come out and do the exact same thing on every single play. They just dropped into coverage. They forced Anthony Brown to just beat them with his arm. He could not do it. And for eight straight quarters, it was the same. (laughs) Just feebleness coming out of Anthony Brown.
4: Anthony Brown beat number three Ohio State on the road. By the way, that year, <laughs> think about that for a second. C.J. Stroud
3: lost that
0: game more than Anthony <laughs> Brown won
4: it. No, C.J. Verdell won that game, and then C.J. Verdell got hurt.
0: <laughs> Anthony Brown for real outdueled uh, C.J. Stroud. That's that's, that's insane. What, that's that's what, insane. what the streets are saying. That's what <laughs> <laughs> uh, starting NFL quarterback Anthony Brown. By Can we the way, stop that. Can we stop? I, um, my answer, to say. my answer is
4: 2018. Oregon blew a 21-point lead at home to Stanford uh, in kind of what was the kickoff to the Mario Cristobal era. It was supposed to be after the Taggart debacle, uh, kind of the the return of Oregon football, and then they blew, I believe, what was a three-score game at home. <laughs> so I think that is my... Is that, is that the same year where they blew like a 30-point lead to TCU? Uh, no, that was twenty twenty six In the Alamo Bowl? Yeah. Due to Vernon Adams getting hurt. Key part of that that is forgotten in that story. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Lockheed legacy game, though.
0: TCU didn't even have to run the ball 19 times in a row. All right. Crazy. Let's go go Uh, to Oregon State. I want to talk about Oregon State a bit here. Zach, what do you got?
2: Okay, funniest moment from last year. I'm throwing a curveball was florida kicking the field goal at the end of the game 100 percent. that was <laughs> I the funniest
1: i was
4: pissed
2: <laughs> that it was so funny i mean the 19 straight runs was hilarious but it was more satisfying just florida kicking that field goal to to not uh, break the un- what was it um that streak of being shut out since like the 60s that was one of the funniest things i've seen in mm-hmm. football
0: and I just like going from the beginning of that season to a, of that Florida team like beating Utah to at the end of the year letting Ben Gulbranson <laughs> have his way with you, like that is sickening.
2: Ben Gulbranson <laughs> was MVP of that game. <laughs> no. How do you let that happen?
0: Like that's, that's insane to me.
1: I but hate the
4: I,
0: SEC so much. Yeah. <laughs> I it just means more. It just means more. I hate the SEC except for my future alma mater the university of tennessee anyways <laughs> wazoo do we have anything that comes to mind for wazoo yeah I feel like no the 2019 no...
3: comeback versus ecla <laughs> <laughs> or i guess ecla so coming back sorry sorry yeah. uh too many caitland beers tonight uh <laughs> yeah what was it like wazoo was up like 35 points in the third quarter or something and anthony gordon threw nine touchdowns for wazoo and ucla still won there was like 80 points combined scored in the fourth quarter or something it was just like long touchdown after long touchdown for both teams and ucla just ended up with the ball last and was able to score
2: yeah halftime it was it was 35 17 at halftime washington state
0: that game ended like 150 to 149 or something stupid. right? Yeah. That was
2: one of the funniest games. Like, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Wazoo fans.
0: It was the oh. pinnacle, like, Pac 12 After Dark. Like, yeah. absolute peak of that narrative. Like, just. Dude, that was
4: like a despite. 3 p.m. kickoff.
0: <laughs> I, that game, I mean, it took forever. It was dark by the time they ended. So. Yeah. But yeah. Wazoo, there's so many things with Wazoo I feel like you can point to. Um,. I, I don't know. There's so much. I feel like last year them choking against yeah. Oregon was like the ultimate Cougnet moment.
4: <laughs> Just getting uh, slapped oh, around Kugan by moments. getting slapped around by Fresno State in a bowl game is not yeah very. Like, it's not what you want to see. Which is beating funny wa- beating like, Wisconsin on the road is pretty <laughs> funny.
3: Jake Hanna finding yeah. the apple might be the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> 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 that was the best moment as like me as a Husky fan is watching Jake Hayner from another team beating the Cougs and just eating an apple on the field <laughs> and being so, so happy because <laughs> it just meant he was a dog
2: a funny Washington State thing is uh they beat Oregon State for 10 straight seasons like Oregon didn't do that recently when What <laughs> when? When? when did this happen Oregon State I broke know. it last what? year Oregon State broke it last year no Lost way. straight before breaking it last that's year. insane
3: you know, you just no could. way yes. wazoo, wazoo won for 10 straight years
2: 10 straight seasons like even oregon at their peak oregon's peak did not beat oregon state for 10 straight seasons see, but see, wazoo okay.
3: i uh, during the oregon uw streak and like i still i still don't hear the end of it I will never hear the end of it. I have never heard a Wazoo fan bring up the streak over Oregon State ever in any sort of argument.
0: I love the ever. idea of Oregon State. Like instead of Oregon or Washington being the thorn in their side, it's literally Wazoo. <laughs> it that's
1: is. so. That's
0: so funny.
4: Um, to me. it
2: was Wazoo and Stanford it was the longest streaks that Oregon State broke recently.
4: Not quite as egregious, but Wazoo beat Oregon for, like, four straight years, too, from 2015 to 2019, which was, like, kind of, like, what are we doing here moment for Oregon fans? Like, why are we losing to Wazoo every year?
3: (laughs) Anytime UW has to go play on a natural grass field, they just lose. Um, So, like, last year, UW played two road games on grass fields, and do y'all want to guess which games those were?
4: I already know off the top of my dome.
3: Off the t- off the dome, it off was UCLA dome. and ASU, the only teams yep. they lost to since I want to say 2000 or something. They're like, you know, who has a natural like 90 percent of their games on a natural grass field?
4: You know who has one? Michigan State.
3: Yeah. But no. I eyebrow don't... raise. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, they don't. Oregon's about the tie of this game. They don't have Peyton Thorn. And their new quarterback is the dude who could not beat out Peyton Thorne. So I'm not worried.
4: Uh, Oregon is down by one run now in the bottom of the 7th after being down 0-8 in the Super Regional Game 1, if you were curious.
0: Oh, that's great. I just love that. It's awesome. (laughs) Happy Another sport. Egypt.
4: We're natty in baseball, by the
0: way. we're nat- Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the closest Oregon's ever going to get to actually having a natty is this.
4: The closest game.
2: Oregon ever got to natty's when Oregon State won back to back.
4: Makes you wonder if Dyer was down like he was, if it was called correctly, how close we could be. That's how you know I've been drinking because I'm talking about 2011 Oregon.
3: <laughs> Michael Dyer was not down. We can dissect the play. If you want, we can, go, we can go literally. Frame hit by the frame.
4: Grass.
3: We can go frame by frame. And he you know is what we don't down. talk about
4: enough? The strip sack. That should have been called a strip sack and a return <laughs> by Oregon. But was it? We you know been. what we don't talk about enough? I feel like you're going to say something mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can we talk about Chris Hudson at the end of the Oregon DW game of 2022?
4: No, we already talked about this. You and I did.
3: <laughs> there were six seconds left on the clock.
4: It was a first he falls down. down. Okay. Was it a first down? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of the <laughs> dome. Sure. However,
3: the only reason the clock stopped was because he laid on the ground and then sprung up as soon as he like, the trainers came up. It was perfectly fine. This i don't want to, to talk to about
2: funny.
4: oregon you dub with you right now <laughs> it's supposed to be we'll talking about it later <laughs> uh
2: michael <laughs> panics throwing a pick six off the dude's helmet that was a pretty that fun, was fun, that was crazy
0: story. that was crazy i actually turned off my tv after that i'm not gonna <laughs> wait
2: <lie> for <laughs> the two
4: washington boys which one was funnier the two you dub players running into each other on the
0: dtr juke or the helmet interception
4: um, oh,
3: interception
0: the helmet interception i Easily. think the part. the funniest part of the ucla game was cam fob hurdle
1: yeah uh, yeah him getting hurt yeah. just
0: with the context of like
1: <laughs> just like he's cam not fob. been on the field
3: whatsoever <laughs> and the fact that he had to start that game just hurt and watching it like we all knew when like he was announced as a starter before the game like we all knew what was going to happen like DTR is gonna to torch us. Like there's gonna be some stupid play involving Cam and in Camp Fab, and of course, of course he gets put on a fucking poster.
2: Um, another funny moment from the year was uh, Trayshawn Harrison's touchdown against Stanford, because uh, Oregon State played like absolute shit all game, and then just did that out of nowhere. And the Stanford safety yeah. just watched him catch it, and then watched him run right by. I think that, we that talked about
4: a... it in the Oregon State episode, but yeah. I truly believe that moment turned around Oregon State season. You're not wrong. Oh, is that gone? No, it's not. It's in the park. It's down, uh, though.
0: Bro's live commentating me, during a podcast recording. Um,
4: Oregon has <laughs> now tied the Super Regional in Eugene at 8-8 to uh, after being down
0: 0-8. The blowjob bobs are blowing it.
2: They are. Who would have guessed? And he was
4: thrown out at home, so it should be eight-eight now. I will continue to update. If, by the time this episode is
0: out, you will know what have happened. You will know. <laughs> it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we don't talk enough about the twenty twenty UW Utah game.
4: <laughs> we don't talk
0: about how UW dodged Oregon in twenty
4: twenty because they got they me. had
1: COVID.
4: They had COVID. The whole 20 year was hilarious, no and then James... claimed and then claimed the Pac twelve North for themselves, which was the most <laughs> disgusting <laughs> part about that. <laughs> we were awarded the Pac twelve North by the Pac twelve Conference. <laughs> Who won the Pac twelve that year? With Answer an asterisk that. assigned to it. Oh, so you, you get were the Pac twelve North. Okay. you get the Pac twelve North without okay. asterisks, but okay. we have okay. to win the Pac okay. twelve with it, okay. even though we played the game. Make it make sense, do we? <laughs> You are talking about
3: a COVID year when each team played five games.
4: Don't care. Okay. Champions. You're talking
3: about a COVID
2: year <laughs> that does not
3: count. <laughs> what do you Once mean? So ever, It <laughs> doesn't count. I don't care that you went three and one and won the North. It does
2: count. No, it counts.
3: <laughs> no, it does, it does not.
2: It Oregon does State not beat Oregon, count. so it counts. We
3: still
4: got the trophy for it, so why doesn't it count? I, it does not matter. The 20- there should have been no, USC, have
3: been no football. Way. Okay, do you think that they should have been playing football in the fall of 2020? No, no. Yeah, no. That's but right. They, they, still not. Did. they still did. They still so. did. <laughs> they should not have been playing the sport in the year of 2020. No, no. Everything should have stopped. Nope. No chance of anyone <laughs> getting COVID. Nope.
0: The way All I'm right, interpreting no, sports, this is that sports is for entertainment, and
3: my entertainment does not stop at the like people dying. Like, no no like
4: this is not
0: a champion
3: so universe versus utah though 2020 did not happen however 2020
0: utah (laughs) did happen that was fucking hilarious so funny dylan morris heisman moment (laughs) that entire game
3: (laughs) (laughs) there was like okay like 2020 uw utah was like funny in of itself but the funniest (laughs) part of it was the twitter movement of demo for heisman (laughs) <laughs> like people legitimately thinking of Dylan Moore, like Husky fans thinking Dylan Moore was like a legitimate Heisman candidate, and like going into twenty twenty one thinking, like, yeah, no, this dude is a dark horse Heisman candidate. Like, no, legitimately, like this dude in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: another funny moment in the twenty twenty season is uh, the UW versus Oregon State game with that punt block. Ooh, oh my God! I can't believe we were so just funny.
4: now bringing that up.
1: We have to that was make like that f- video. Scripted allow- literally
0: like a slapstick comedy.
4: Yes. Like you cannot, cannot, cannot make it up. Allow no truck stops to claim that over us. Um. Anything else from your funniest moments? You guys want to talk about?
0: I think I'm good. I've I've laughed yeah. a lot thinking of these. <laughs> I've had a good time. I, really it was kind a of a of thing today on Twitter. About.
4: We all posted our favorites. I think we could all go over some of our personal favorites. Dakota Prucup, if anybody remembers him before Justin Herbert,
1: <laughs>
4: uh... <laughs> JTT Tree.
2: Yeah, I have to mention my top uh, <laughs> Arkansas letting the pop fly drop. That is a lose to lose the, to to lose the College World Series. Yeah, was a uh, peak for me. We
0: mm-hmm. give the middle finger to Arkansas. Yeah, we still yep. send
2: them. We still send them the meme. They're not the me the gif of their championship just dropping.
0: That would have been the last mm. out,
4: right, to win the championship. Yeah,
2: that would have done it. And then right after that, we hit a base hit to tie it, and then a two-run homer to win it. So
4: that is a good one. Uh, the entire 20... baseball is
3: a lot like Oregon football, and just blowing it in the national
2: championships. Yes. Okay.
4: Yes. I thought we were having like a funny time. Not a. We <laughs> are
0: style. having a funny time.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> I can't go without mentioning the entire twenty twenty one Oregon State postseason for basketball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my God.
4: (laughs) That was more iconic than funny, I would argue, though.
2: I mean, beating Tennessee the way they did was was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, Oregon State
3: should not have been there. Zach, they Uh... were running off like the most chaotic magic we have ever
2: seen. Mm -hmm. Zach Reichel shooting from like forty-five feet and just draining it against Tennessee will live forever in my brain. Yep. It's one of the funniest moments because Oregon State should not have been there, but they should have but they shouldn't have
4: may i may i uh, connect 2021 Oregon state basketball to 2023 Oregon baseball
2: in what way both no. made
4: a run both made a run in the conference tournament now both making a run in the national tournament no makes Oregon under-
3: baseball was not projected to finish dead fucking last
4: that is true That is in, the, one. in the Pac-12 like,
2: Oregon, projected baseball baseball second. Oregon Baseball is Oregon Baseball is
4: very line. mediocre this season though in the they were projected season.
2: second the start of the year so, but the run they are this. on at this point the Oregon run, State was yeah.
4: uh, shout out the Peyton years if you like Oregon State basketball
2: shout Nice out plug, Sam and Andy that was smooth I,
4: those are the boys yeah.
2: love Sam and Andy oh
4: yeah love those, those guys those
3: is the only free clout we're giving out do you guys want to hear
4: my <laughs> theory about the Big Ten
0: Okay. <laughs> Great, Great See, segue.
3: Us just says like James will explain later. Let him cook. So we're gonna
4: let
1: you cook. Okay, talk to the talk to us so, about the Big Ten for you have, So
4: this is in the Big Ten and the future of our beloved Cascadia Corner schools. <clears throat> the Big Ten uh, recently put out their uh, conference, basically what teams are gonna play each other in 2024 and 2025. Uh, for conference play and it was originally like reported that they were just going to do normal pods if you don't know a pod is basically you play the same teams guaranteed every year the same like three teams and then everybody else rotates that is not how the big 10 ended up doing it they kind of did it like you have one or two protected rivalries every year and then it's kind of just random outside of that It's it's a like a play two i think is what they called it if somebody can confirm
0: It depends. Like, I know Iowa has three protected. Penn State has zero. It's within zero to three. Yeah.
4: So, like, in a normal pod system, though, like the SEC is doing, you have the same three teams every year. Basically, what I'm getting to is I feel like this is the Big Ten future-proofing, adding more teams in the future, those two teams being Oregon and Washington.
0: The tinfoil hats are on here at (laughs) Cascadia Corner, folks. Yeah, I'm not talking
2: about
1: that.
0: And I believe...
4: (laughs) I'm not discussing
1: that.
0: The rumor no. is that the
4: Pac-12 will have no. their media deal by the end of June, allegedly, so we've heard. Lie. Me when I lie. <laughs> I re- I believe it will be a short-term deal and Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten within the next decade.
0: No.
3: Uh, thoughts, comments, I,
4: concerns?
3: I this is now a Mountain podcast.
4: What are your thoughts?
3: I have some I'm- thoughts. Okay. UW and Oregon will not be going to the Big Ten in the next five to six years.
4: Because you are a hater or because you hate me?
3: No, because I hate the Pac-Twelve. <laughs> and I think <laughs> And I think that these the ten teams left are just stupid enough to just keep it at ten. Or like only add San Diego or like keep it at ten. Do equal revenue sharing and then add San Diego State and some other stupid ass team like they're not going to be sure <laughs> yeah no like so we could do we? dreams and there is that some other time but no i think Dub and oregon stay in it you also have to remember that the big 10 schools and the pac-12 schools operate at completely different levels like the pac-12 schools in a whole they get so much research money and they get so much money for their academics compared to any other Power Five conference that the media deal is just compl- like just non like it's a non factor.
4: So you think if the Big Ten came to Oregon and Washington tomorrow and offered them a spot, do you think they take it? They would have to offer more money than whatever the PAC is, which they doing. are, because the pack the Big Ten makes so much more money annually than the Pac, Pac- twelve does right now. I think that you dub maybe Oregon.
3: I think Oregon's a little smarter when it comes to this stuff, but I think the upper campuses and the regents and the people that get to decide this, these type of things mm-hmm. would rather stay like West coast and like, keep it more fair for the student athletes and not yeah. have them travel and everything and like not want to stress out their athletic departments enough and like add those extra expenses and costs because we
4: saw what you... I mean, I feel like we're bullying USC less because they have so much more private money than UCLA does. But we've seen what their travel schedules look like now. And it is disgusting. <laughs> they, UCLA,
0: Indiana will be so electric. Oh, my God. <laughs> I believe I
4: saw that UCLA is traveling 23,000 miles for yeah. football in 2024. They're well, literally
3: which, traveling around the globe. It's like, disgusting. They're doing a full so, rotation. see there are any... Go
2: ahead, Zach. UCLA's farthest road game or sorry, their closest road game in twenty twenty four is Iowa, which is eighteen hundred miles. Their furthest road game this year is Oregon State, which is nine hundred.
0: That's like, insane. That's <laughs> including
2: non conference, because they go to Hawaii <laughs> and they go to uh LSU See. so
3: See. Basically, we hate
4: Equity Bruin. Uh, (laughs) If there are any UCLA fans, I saw the schedule.
3: If there are any UCLA fans, first chance you get to go to Rutgers... God. Dude,
4: nobody is going no. to Rutgers. No, no, no,
3: no, 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 no. This is a Rutgers stand podcast. <laughs> no, it is
4: what not. Yeah. What if we become? <laughs> yes, we're doing Rutgers is. propaganda? What
3: the no, fuck we love are we Rutgers. doing? <laughs> I got the chance. I got the chance to go to Rutgers in 2017 when you don't play it out there. You oh are God, a 40-minute train ride. I gotta go to a, a Cal so game. You don't again. see
4: me fucking boasting about Cal. You cow are cows. 40 minute train
3: ride to New York City. <laughs> And then, like, it's also just an elite setting. Like, you're in the middle of a fucking forest. It's so fun to tailgate out there. No, it's not, like, parking lot type, like, tailgating that we get through most of the country. You're in a fucking forest, and you're, like, in the woods, and you're, like, hanging out with the trees and nature while you're tailgating. And Baba has
4: never game. been to Odson Stadium. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I never will. I don't care. This is the most, um, like, it's it's such a cool and unique experience. On. And go to the first place of college football like the first game was played there and it's so cool to go there the stadium's just elite Like,
4: no what you have to, go there. You have you to can tell, go there this is how you can tell it's June because we're arguing <laughs> for Rutgers
0: football let's be fucking serious please
4: I love Rutgers no
3: I love Rutgers so much
0: this is just such a random hill to die on. Out of all the hills yeah. you've died on, Rutgers football visit is Rutgers? No, I'm
4: not <laughs> kidding. It's it's amazing. Would you rather Dewey question? If you had the choice, you're a UCLA fan, hypothetically, right? <laughs> and you have the choice between going to the LSU game in Death Valley or the Rutgers game, which one are you picking?
2: Or Hawaii?
4: No, between so, those two. Between those we We're two. not we're not gonna go to Hawaii.
3: Um we'll get into that later. We really want to. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we do we not. don't need to. We're too um, drunk. for that. So so if I'm a UCLA fan, that means uh-huh. I have a lot of like disposable income. Like I'm our UCLA fans <laughs>
4: do no <laughs> you most UCLA to... fans, like most people in the city of LA. I'm I'm going to both. Okay, but if you had to pick one, which one are you picking? I'm what are we Rutgers.
2: talking? LSU, You're... so we can go no. hang out with friends of the go show. To Emily. Rutgers. I would go to Rutgers.
3: Okay, but that's also me that has gone to Rutgers before. You would go to Rutgers. Obviously, okay. They're gonna play Rutgers again (laughs) at some point. Like, go to LSU for the experience. Like, do it just because you're going. Like, that's never gonna happen again. But like, go to Rutgers at some point.
0: The way you're talking about Death Valley being a complete afterthought, yeah, no, it's
3: insane. I don't want to go to Louisiana. Like, I'd go to New Orleans, but like, I don't want to go to Baton
4: Rouge. Death Valley yep. considered one of the most, like, iconic atmospheres in college football, and he would rather go to Rutgers. <laughs> I
2: am going to New Baton Rouge. York
4: City.
1: Okay, okay, okay. New York City's right there, dude.
4: It's in New
3: Jersey. Yeah, but New York City's right there. It's a 40-minute
4: <laughs> train ride.
3: <laughs> it's so close.
4: Cannot believe you this just is like, a you throw episode. on You throw on a
3: Cascadia Corner <laughs> podcast
4: episode, and you're there. Not this one, rougarou. Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: this is gonna be an hour and a half of just nothing.
4: It's June. Nobody listens it's, to this anyways, June. except guac. what about Baton
2: Rouge? Cut out walk Baton Rouge has a uh, rougarou. It's I don't know
3: what that means. Bless you. It's a Baton Rouge.
2: It's a um, it's a cryptic.
0: Oh, cryptid! Like a
2: yeah, creature? Cr- yeah. There we go. Cryptid. Okay. It's a cryptid. And apparently, what, it's, what a, werewolf. it's oh, a werewolf. It's just a werewolf. Cool. They got a rougarou. My my family went
3: out to the UW-LSU game back in, like, 2013. I don't know the exact year when UW played out there. And they said the tailgating experience was elite and, like, partying in New Orleans was fun. But, like, they were also like, yeah, we really wouldn't, like, go again unless it was for, like, something big like a UW game again. However, New York City is fun as fuck. And there's I so much to do either. there. No. And it's such I'm an iconic place. <laughs> Let's I'm
4: not Can move. we please? Are move you ready on to talk about UW football?
3: <laughs> is there any other Big Ten stuff that we need to talk about? Or did you do, just have to. Do
4: you that guys theory? agree with my theory, though? No. No. Um, it makes more you know. sense
2: for UW and Oregon to stay in the Pac 12 or Pac 10 because I there'll forgot there'll that's how easy, we got here. <laughs> there will be an easier chance for them to get into the playoff. Yeah, that is that a is good point. Yeah. No. Also, okay. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, you can go.
3: Okay. okay, I would rather run the Pac Conference for as like UW, you know, as a UW or Oregon fan. I would rather run the conference forever rather than being the fourth to sixth best team in the Big Ten forever.
4: Which, like, I think. Oh, sorry. Like
3: UW and Oregon, they're never like they might have years where they're better than both Ohio State and Michigan mm-hmm. or Penn State. But like as a whole, no. Like if we join that conference, we're never gonna be better than all of them.
4: I agree. I also think the Pac twelve with Oregon and Washington is still the third strongest brand in college football, conference wise. It's better than the Big 12. It's better than the New American. It's better than the ACC. Is it better than the ACC, though? I would, I would think so. I think like Clemson it, alone,
0: oh. unfortunately, carries that conference
2: if,
4: right if now. If Oregon had won taking trips... You're taking Clemson over Oregon and Washington. Are we talking just as a
3: football conference, or are we talking about athletics as a whole?
4: I would say athletics as a whole.
3: Okay, well, then they have Duke and North Carolina as fucking basketball teams, and then they have Clemson and Florida We still have Arizona, though. We still have Arizona. (laughs) Who loses to Princeton in the first round? (laughs) (laughs) Who loses? Arizona has not been relevant since, like, 1995. Stop. Stop.
2: So, another thing I wanted to bring up is how cost-effective is it going to be for, like, UCLA to... Like, we, we know USC has whatever a fuck ton of money, but UCLA doesn't. How cost-effective is it going to be for them to have their non-football teams in the Big Ten? Because, you know, like, they got volleyball going to Rutgers on a Tuesday night. Yeah. And that's going to be Ten really...
0: volleyball's brutal, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't, like, Nebraska <laughs> in... the best, like, program ever? Yeah, they Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, like, how is how are the non-football sports going to be able to, like, handle it? Think about, like, the student athletes, um, too. It's going to be rough on those guys.
4: I saw that even, so I believe UCLA is making, and USC. I know we keep talking about UCLA, but UCLA's, like, this is more detrimental to them, that I believe, because USC has so yeah. much private money, it doesn't really Agreed. matter. Um, I believe they're making 20 million more than they were before, and they're going to be spending about 10 million alone on travel expenses. So, like, and Un- then they're playing Cal- They're paying the UC Regents another five to ten, I believe.
1: Yo, so, like, there's
4: really no benefit, <laughs> clearly, Dude, for UCLA. And they're, getting, which
2: is- and they're getting sued by the Holiday Bowl right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting sued
4: by the Holiday Bowl for dodging.
0: oh god it's too funny it's way too funny i'm gonna wrap i'm gonna put a bow on this because i'm so tired of talking about ucla right now um but james i will say i think your concerns and thoughts are valid i think you're also overestimating the brain power of the people making these decisions 100 so i'm gonna say no but i'm not gonna say a hard no To maybe no
4: UW and
3: Oregon, like athletic money wise, operate in two different extremes. Like, Oregon has a billion dollar founder in Phil Knight who will just pay whatever amount it takes to fund Oregon athletics. And UW has like great donors. However, they are super stingy. And they want like an actual plan before going into anything. Plus a university that cares more about
0: academics
3: than anything else.
4: Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Are we ready to talk about UW now?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of UW, let's talk about the actual fun part of the school, which was 2022 UW football. (laughs) Because what a year for the Huskies. I mean, you just look at this on paper, a couple losses in the middle of the season. But I mean, after those two, they were rolling the entire season. Drew, do you want to go down these games?
3: Yeah, hang on. I'm pulling it up. Okay. We're starting week one against Kentucky State. It's at home. It is (laughs) not Kentucky State at all. (laughs) It's not
4: Kentucky State at all.
3: Kent State? Yeah, there it is. Are they not Kentucky State? Is it just no, Kent? It's Kent, Kent, Kent in, Washington? in
0: Ohio, not Kent, I believe. Like, not Kent, are they, they actually did in Ohio? Yes, 90%.
3: They're in the sure Mac. They're
0: they in the Mac. Are all Mac teams in Ohio? Not all of them, but most a lot of them, of them. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, anyway, anyway, this is like game one of the Caitlin de Boer era.
4: Caitlin de Beers. That's me. We get
3: we get like magical Michael Penix like performance from this. Like, this is it when dog fans were
4: like, Kent State. Let's yes, roll yes, up no, a little like we bit. Were,
3: like, obviously, it was to wide open wide receivers, but he's like, he's making the throws that we have not seen since like sophomore year Jake Browning. Like, we have ever seen. like That's I, the
4: floor. <laughs> that's
3: the floor. Like, sophomore year Jake Browning. It's the greatest quarterback I have ever seen in my life as a Husky fan.
4: Jake Browning.
3: Jake, No, yeah, I am being serious. Jake Browning. Like, Jake Locker Jesus. was fun and exciting, but, like, he was more, like, mobile with a bad arm type. Jake Browning's sophomore year before he got hurt, that's the peak that we have gotten as Husky fans. Maybe Sammy Keith Bryce. Yeah, before shut up. We're not talking about that game. <laughs> before Just this
4: kid. year was the peak, that USC game in Washington.
3: No, it was uh, 2016 stanford UW. Where we like held Christian McCaffrey to 30 yards, yeah, and man, we Christian made McCaffrey, the playoffs.
4: I mean, he's a 49er. So okay.
3: Anyway, back to <laughs> back to this year's UW team. Okay, the DeBoer era starts off like not strong, but not weak. Like just eh. like obviously the offense is rolling throughout this game. Like we're excited. It looks so much better than the John Don era. The DBs are getting cooked. And that's just gonna foreshadow later, like throughout the season, like. But it was also like garbage time, like touchdown, like are a few garbage time touchdowns that like allowed Kent State to score. Um. Anyway, we move on to week two. It was against Michigan State. They were a top fifteen program at the time. We're not gonna talk about how they finished. Um. U steamrolls them, um, on national television. Uh. Michael Penix throws for. I want to say, like, four touchdowns, three to Polk, um, million yards. He's just, like, dotting and diming this entire Michigan State defense, the entire game. Uh, Michigan State, like, gets, again, a few garbage time touchdowns because our DBs are the most unreliable people on this planet. Uh...
2: Quick segue. Um, what do you guys think about Utah playing Michigan State on Peacock? This upcoming year <laughs> it's so stupid we like talked about
4: that in the preview
2: you're right you're right all right
3: yeah we'll we'll save our thoughts on that um i completely miss mm-hmm. a portland state game because i don't know how to read this um schedule let's play portland state we played portland state week two before we see, <laughs> and we we st rolled in this was 52 to six um, Hashtag it was another like just dominant performance okay we get to week four um wasn't our proudest moment uh, this was against UCLA at the Rose Bowl. Uh, me personally, I didn't care what was going on during this game because the Mariners during this game had clinched for the first time, like clinched the playoffs for the first time in 21 years on a walk off homer. So I, I did not watch this UWCLA game whatsoever.
4: I'll be honest. Like, this I... game was... Go ahead. I was going to say this game was much closer. At least the box score was than I remember it being.
3: Yeah, so it, like, okay, <laughs> UCLA went up like three to four touchdowns, and UW, like, they were up like forty to like.
4: I was gonna maybe say I ten thought, or something. I thought this was a UW blowout, or I mean a USC, UCLA blowout, but it seems to be closer than I remember it being. No,
3: and like, our both of our starting safeties were hurt for this game, and they weren't playing, um, and it really cooked our secondary and. Like DTR was just able to throw all over the middle of the field. Um, UW had the chance to tie up the game late in the fourth quarter, like they had the ball, um, and then I think UW just turned it over on fourth down. Um, so they had the chance to tie it up and to potentially like go to overtime or like just do something with this game rather than losing. Um, anyway, we move on to the next week. We're at Arizona State. And as we all know, U-Dub cannot play on A, grass surfaces, or B, <laughs> in the desert. And we just lose. Like, we just, again, our secondary is getting cooked. We're playing walk-on safeties at this point because everyone's hurt. Um, Just Brand bad game, game all around. Like, Michael We're Penix off. had that, like, helmet interception. Yeah, Like, it just, like, wasn't a great game. It was a shootout late. I mean...
4: Ugly uniform matchup because Arizona State wore their like tan uniforms at home, so UW wore purple. It was ugly uniform matchup, too.
0: I don't even remember that. It was purple with white pants, yeah. I think it was yeah, horrific. <clears throat> it was the ugliest game I've ever watched. It was hideous. I still so, have
2: no idea what to make of UW at this point because, like, they yeah, get the like shit out of Michigan yeah. State. But then it was like, oh, those losses. We should are take a pause
0: and
4: kind of. I like my preseason prediction of five and or seven and five UW was thriving at this point. It was Mine thriving.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, no 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 no! I was on the No Truck Stops podcast preseason UW 2022 podcast episode, and I said seven and five, and that. Like, we were going to have a horrible defense with an amazing offense. And I was, I felt so vindicated through the first five games. But I'm like, yeah, like, we're, like, this is it.
2: Well, and like, most people didn't think Michael Penix would survive three games. So it was pretty good to see him going. I thought he died against Arizona State when he got hit in the neck. Yeah. (laughs) He got hit like right in the chest, like upper chest, neck
3: area. This ASU game was the, um, uh, trented Borgay, yeah. I think that's his I name. I believe it's Bourget. Baguette. There's Baguette. I don't, I Who cares? seven different last names. Emery anyway, Jones this has is... been
0: benched at this point.
3: No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Emery Jones got hurt. Yes, in this game. He got benched. Yeah. no, he no. got hurt in this game, yeah, and okay. then Baguette came in anyway. <laughs> I believe it's Borgay, but okay, <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> baguette, we, get, we
3: get through this game. <laughs> And our next game is against Arizona. This is two teams with horrible defenses and amazing offenses. And it ended exactly like what you'd think it would. 49-39
2: UW. That the was a funny game, week, though, because a bunch of UW fans went to the concourse to watch uh, the, Mar- the Mariners game. <laughs> yeah, there was, was like still tweets.
3: There was tweets of Husky fans like, oh, yeah, no, this this game's all over. Like, U-Dub's obviously going to win. Like, we're all watching the Mariners game in the concourse of the uh, Husky Stadium. Um, keep in mind, this was also the same day as U-Dub's, or not u uh, the Mariners' only home playoff game. So, like, most Husky fans were at the Mariners' playoff games, and Husky Stadium was empty for this game. Like, no one showed up. I mean, it was raining and windy. No, it wasn't. It was a beautiful day out. Was it? It was a beautiful day out in Seattle. Just no one wanted to go to the Husky game because just the first Manners playoff <laughs> game in
0: 22 years, and it was it was way closer than like the fans were making it out yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Like it was a 10 point game. Still, I think <laughs> might have been single digits. Like
3: it was like it, 10 points. Arizona's driving. Like our yeah. defense isn't able to do anything. Like it's
0: the same shit.
3: Different day that we get with the first half of UW season. Uh, the next week we have UW versus Cal. Where it's like a
0: twenty-eight, twenty-one game.
3: But you know, oh, very, classic,
0: one. very classic, very classic uw cal matchup. My day. This was.
3: This was the first time UW's offense looked like they suck. They could suck throughout um, the season.
4: Are we talking about the cow game? Sorry, I'm watching. Yeah, you. we're talking about the cow game. U-Dub... This game was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. Oh, like, I
3: was watching this and I turned it off to do
4: my math yeah. homework. And I hate doing <laughs> that. Like, I was like, I'm not like, I don't care if we lose this
3: game at this point. I just got to get my homework done. you
0: UW turned it
4: over done. on fourth down like multiple times in this game, right? Yeah, yeah there's no offense like,
0: stalled out a lot yeah like ugly. we
3: would we would get to the red zone we would get to cal's 10 yard line and ryan grubb just forgot how to call plays like he had no idea what he was
4: doing
2: whatsoever it seemed like a game of who wants to lose more
4: and the answer is always cal <laughs>
2: <laughs> Justin will always, always cal always always cal <laughs>
4: If you're playing, who wants to lose more? The answer is always Cal. <laughs> okay.
2: There was like um, probably 10, 10 fans in the stands too.
0: Yeah, this was at Berkeley. It was a night game. No one was there. It was disgusting. It was just cursed football. <laughs> it was hardest. just
3: like it was UW debuting new uniforms, which always goes super poorly. Like yeah, anytime time UW, gold like chrome, right? it was the gold chrome. It was like the Husky that... royalty uniforms. Yeah. Like any time we try to do that, like it always goes super poorly. Um. Anyway, UW Dub wins this game. Uh, we move on to the Oregon State game.
1: At home at game. And... What? was yeah. the
3: Oregon game first. Nope, Oregon State. Really? What the? Yep. What uh, we play other... Oregon State at home. Um, there was some things going on called Wind Rivers.
1: there was an uh, atmospheric atmospheric river (laughs) atmospheric river (laughs) like just some
3: (laughs) stupid shit going on Um, this was like neither quarterback could throw the ball because the wind was fucking horrible like Oregon State looked like that they were gonna kill us because they could just run the ball down our throat every single play Um, we get to halftime UW makes a few adjustments they bring in like an extra linebacker to be able to like hit damien martinez once he hits the hole like it was like beautiful defensive adjustment the only time we saw it all year for u like the only time we saw the defensive staff have anything competent to do um oregon state had the chance to go up in the third or fourth quarter and ben goldbranson had a wide receiver deep wide open burnt just like UW DBs were all season, the wind takes the ball like 40 yards, like out of bounds. Like it was it fell nowhere close, nowhere close near this wide receiver. And like game just kind of like, was in UW's hands at that point? They could just run the clock out and then kick a field goal.
2: Um, I don't want to look but that last drive. That last drive was elite from Michael Panics. Yeah, but like, okay, I, I go, go back and I
3: watch that drive. and I'm like, Those are plays that, like, any quarterback should be making. Oregon
2: State's defense was so good last year. You have to give it to Penix. That was such a good drive.
3: Penix is great. Love him. Like, that's not his moment all year. Um, Like, he did what, like, we expected out of him in, like, 60-mile-per-hour wins. Um, Great game, like, out of him, considering that. We had the, like, hot knife through butter moment. The I don't know if you guys remember, but the ESPN yeah. announcer was like when Penix throws the ball, it's like a hot knife through butter and then immediately throws an interception.
2: That was a big <laughs> six.
3: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big six for the linebacker at the end of the second half. Like it was it was brutal. Uh, we get through this game, we get through the suck fl- slugfest, and then we have the infamous Oregon game.
4: Infamous implies it's bad.
3: True. For me. Yeah, yeah, it's for James. So
4: believe it or not, Dewey and I are arguing about this game in June 2023. If you can somehow and May, believe and May yeah.
1: 2023 and April 2023.
4: this, and this and February and June. For, <laughs> for some reason, this this game gets brought up between me and Dewey at least once a month. Not, <laughs> like once not a even week. once a month. Yeah. Like every
3: fucking day we bring it up. <laughs> And it's because
4: um, I want to kill myself, and Dewey <laughs> thinks it's funny. So it's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's what it boils down to. Yeah, this is my
3: favorite Kaylin de Beer moment.
4: There's only uh, a few. Calm down.
3: <laughs> uh, we go into Odson, We walk into your trap and take over your trap.
4: We I mean, we down. win in Otson. We didn't take over your trap for six straight years. Calm down. Take over your trap. Like this,
3: like I don't want to hear Bonix injury one more time. I don't want to hear anything. We dominated this game except you, for like a you
4: shut it. up. You did not dominate this game. It was 34 34 in the fourth. It was a quarter. shootout.
0: It was a shootout. Like I wouldn't call out.
3: it a shootout. I would say you was shooting themselves in the foot.
0: Okay, I might be lying for attention. I mean, when I lie,
3: literally when I, <laughs> me lie. When I lie. Okay, okay, okay. This game was was a slugfest all game long. Um, Oregon probably had the chance to put it away in multiple the fourth times. quarter. <laughs> multiple, multiple times, times. multiple <laughs> times, and then we get the same thing that Oregon did all year. They do not trust, or they think less of their opponent every single time they play them.
4: You love this. They try to write so much. Because they
3: they love, love to run trick plays. You they love this love... stupid they fucking They ran They ran the trick play so in the fourth
4: much. Quarter. This th- it's a good narrative. It's a I think bad it's just, narrative. It's, I think it's in just bad a new faith. Coach. It's in bad faith, and I hate it. But continue okay, because this is Matt, your moment, Matt and Zach, Matt and Zach.
0: Why don't throw Why something. are don't they
1: running trick
0: plays
3: against? <laughs> why are they running trick plays against Colorado
4: and UW? They ran trick plays against Georgia while down forty, by the way. Just like, so yeah, clear. you're
3: thinking less of your opponent. Like, why in the red zone? What do you mean why, think less why, of your opponent? What do you mean by that? Why punch it into the end zone with Bucky Irving when you can run a triple?
4: You're mad because Noah Soul ran in a touchdown from the two-yard line. That's what you're upset about right now versus the Colorado game.
0: It
1: was and the Josh, Josh Carnley. Yeah. Story.
4: Yeah. Oh, that was a big
3: man touchdown. Yeah. Like it was all season that like Oregon I would do like something in the red zone like on the goal line. It was would like four, you four just,
4: plays all year, you and you're you would losing have easily your mind run over. the ball
3: in with Bucky Irving. You like you have arguably the best running back in the Pac-12 and you can just punch it in in a like basically. Where was Bucky tied on the fourth the down?
4: First... Where was he? He was Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where was Bucky on the
3: fourth down? <laughs> Okay, this is the infamous Noah Slippington game. The game,
4: uh, the Noah Sli- I think we can call it a moment, not a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Noah the Slippington Noah
3: Slippington moment. A uh, tied game with a minute thirty left, and Noah Slippington decides to just like thaw down a fourth down. You in the game. He wouldn't stop okay, even if he got okay. even you if he did You cannot I, <laughs> blame a running back slipping on the quarterback
1: handoff.
4: I can, and I will. No, you will not. No. No, 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 no. Oregon enough, is about to are... walk off Oral Roberts, by the way. if those curious.
2: Can we get they'll tape? already,
4: they'll, it's 8-8, eight, eight, uh, no out, bottom of the ninth. Oregon has runners first and second.
2: Oh. Ask me if I care.
0: <laughs> Where are you guys at, huh? Where's your
4: baseball exactly. teams? Oh,
2: mine's
0: still in, Bubba. Mine plays tomorrow. Just so you know, you go start an SEC podcast, Bubba.
1: Try. one of the <laughs> Try. <Tried. laughs> <laughs>
4: what were we talking um, about? Anyways,
3: Oregon <laughs> E-Dub, Uh Like Gosh, Oregon has do. the chance to like go down, score, win the game. Noah Slippington slip so fourth down. You gets the ball. They stall out. They kick the field goal, and then Oregon they funniest fucking moments of the season bucky irvin
4: drops two passes that hurts i don't think we talk about that moment those two moments enough it gets so
0: forgotten like Bucky irving wide
4: open drops the ball twice in the like grand scheme of the game between the slip between the phantom illegal touching call between the horrible (laughs) between the horrible uh Hail Mary, the Bucky dropping two straight first downs it does not get talked about enough.
3: I'll talk about it more. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> um. Anyway, we get the Bucky Irving drops uh, like wide open too. like he has. Yeah. Ten yards between the nearest defender on both plays. Like he he's running. He has the full head of steam. Like he could like if Bucky Irving is the dude we think we all think he is like he could. Quite easily get down to the red zone on both those plays. Yeah. Uh, we get the infamous Phantom holding call or Phantom illegal touching, which, if you look at it, Troy Franklin does step out of bounds.
4: But like was he, he pushed out. out of bounds. He was I not think, pushed out.
3: I there's, think, no way, yes. there's no way a ah. UW DB <laughs> had the oh, 2022 UW DB had the strength
4: <laughs> to push <laughs> him out. I like how you say the strength and not like the strength.
3: <laughs> they, they, they did not push him out the game and he sense. did not reestablish himself inbounds no he he was out of bounds it was fine anyway you get to the chris hudson catches the ball is down clock's running and then the infamous like leg cramp don't know if it was a leg cramp or not not gonna speculate on anything <laughs> but that was able to stop the clock for oregon to give one more chance for a bonix Fail Mary to the end zone. He was able to okay, the like four yards that's without an
4: scrimmage. ankle. By the way, that's key part. Okay, of that. okay. 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 If
3: he's not, if he, yeah, put in Ty Thompson. Put in a five-star quarterback. If you do not trust Ooh. a talented
2: high school quarterback, Oregon just walked to be off.
4: Old. Don't care. Don't care about what you're saying. Oregon natty, by the way. Natty, by the way. Oregon just walked off. Or Roberts bottom of the ninth.
1: What were you yeah. saying? Um, there's, we're
4: moving on to the famous. Colorado
3: game. UW beat Colorado 54 to 7, which is way better than anything Oregon did against Colorado. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> <I don't, laughs> you are so shameless! It's insane. I, love so it. so, shameless. Uh,
4: I need, like, I don't think people understand how badly I need Oregon to beat Washington this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, people okay,
2: we're gonna be there soon. Sure.
4: People I look at
3: the Bonex versus Colorado. Game as like his Heisman moment when he had like five all purpose touchdowns. All that shit. No, 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 no. During he the Colorado game, he did that. was like his
4: five straight games, by the way. He had like that four was plus that all-purpose was his like, oh
3: my god, he
4: deserves to be a That's New York finalist. That's not true. Game against Colorado, Can we end this episode already. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. Okay, anyway, it's a uh, it's blowout. UW gets to Wazoo. They have a squeaky first half against Wazoo, where it's just back and forth, back and forth. Matt and I are in the stands, like, wondering if it's like, this Cam
0: Ward. Like, we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it was wild.
3: Like, like, obviously our defense, like, is not great, but, like, they should be able to get to the quarterback on all these plays. Cam Ward just dancing around in the pocket and doing an insane amount of shit. Um, and then UW just blows it open to um, to start the second half.
0: Drew was eating an elephant ear uh, when that first touchdown of the second half was scored. See, that's good that you remember that because I don't remember like, like that part whatsoever. I very vividly remember it for some Too reason. Many... I was like, oh, Drew would have loved to see that.
3: Two mini fireball shooters. In the stands of Martin Stadium, Wazoo moment. I was planning um, anyway. so
2: hard during that game. That was right after Oregon State just beat <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So I was in the Peacock in Corvallis, going crazy. Yeah.
3: So Utah pitches <laughs> the regular season ten and two. Um, they had the chance to make a like to make a New Year Six bowl and probably make the Rose Bowl if USC is able to do what we all think was going to happen and beat Utah. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, so we get to play Texas in the Alamo Bowl and like for some reason yeah horns down buddy Um, a lot of people thought that game was a blowout I thought that Texas like deserved to win that game
0: 100% honestly UW had a kind of sloppy showing like I'm not gonna lie it took Pennix a while to get going Texas Xavier Worthy dropped like two touchdown balls but
3: more than that, like Xavier yeah. Worthy had, I think like four to five drops throughout the game, and he was wide open on every single play.
2: Hundred percent. It was yeah. it, still a good. It win, was sloppy yeah. all around. If you'd have played good, it would have been a blowout. It, like they would have killed Texas yes. if they actually I played. Just, true. It was like, you'd like have, you'd have played bad, and they still beat him by a lot. I mean, they beat him by
3: seven. Like it reminded me it of the cow like game, like where like. Just shit was not connecting all game. Like, we should have been doing a lot more. Penix wasn't, like, on top of his game. Grubbs' play calling was meh. Uh, Run game couldn't get anything going throughout most of the game. Like, Rome and Jalen was eh. Anyone have anything, any more comments throughout 2022 UW season?
4: The the alma bull was taken over by Sark yelling at his players, which was cringe.
1: Yeah,
2: no, it wasn't because players that it was that the staffer that was trying to tell him. Oh no, you're right. It was the staffer.
4: My bad. My bad. Yeah, it was bark for Sark though. You dub fans Bark bark for for Sark. (laughs) You fucking (laughs) freaks. (laughs)
3: I'm pretty sure I have a cup somewhere in my garage that says a "Bark for Sark" on it.
0: As you should, honestly. Man, yeah just, i don't know this
4: let me pull the U- 2023 20, u-dub real quick
0: this u-dub team from this past year i was so hesitant to jump on the oh this is a really good team bandwagon because 2021 hurt me so bad i am never ready to have high expectations for this team like ever again <laughs> it was traumatic um it took me a while especially after the ucla asu game i was very much on the seven and five like this is going to be a good team yeah and has a lot of potential but still needs another year you know before they're really up there and i was pleasantly surprised it's funny to think that in another universe where a couple game results are changed you and states for a spot in the rose bowl like that's a very real reality we could have had um I was just so impressed with the offense, and my experience through my college ball experience, my head coach like was under DeBoer when he was at Sioux Falls, and so my college ran the same offense that UW ran. So I got to watch all the games with like the lens of oh I know what they're running, I know what they're doing, and just seeing the offense click and knowing what's happening like it was just a whole new world. And I was like oh that's how our offense is supposed to be run when like a when like you know <laughs> it, it was. It was really fun to watch. It was a refreshing change of pace to see a UW team that was that high powered on offense. Because I feel like the best UW teams in recent years have been obviously really defensive centric. Um yeah. so it was refreshing. It the, was, the defense yeah, was frustrating, but it was something new.
3: It was it was really frustrating to watch like great offense plus bad defense, considering that like ever since we got Chris Peterson. Mm-hmm. In the building, we've had like completely the opposite. Like Chris Peterson built a great defense along with Jimmy Lake and just got the guys in the building before focusing on the offense.
2: Hey, that was a Jonathan Smith offense. Yeah, the Jonathan Smith
3: <laughs> UW offense was still not amazing. Like it was like it was Miles Gaskin, uh, John Ross, plus Jake Browning. And like those three were able to do a lot. But outside of that, the O line wasn't amazing. The other wide receivers were pretty mid. Like it just wasn't clicking outside of those three players. Um except for Dante Pettis on special teams, obviously. Uh, um I forgot what I was gonna say. The twenty twenty two UW team was fortunate
2: that they missed out on Utah. Yeah. I think
4: that is an important part that UW in 2022 missed out on the two best teams of the Pac-12. They just okay, well Oregon
3: play. Oregon didn't play USC either. I don't want to hear it, Bubba.
4: I what did what at what point I, did don't, I, I don't
3: think that Utah was the best team in the conference last year. They played the Pac 12 championship. Okay. So I don't care. It was the new format last year. What they you,
4: they were getting their
3: ass kicked by USC before Caleb Williams got hurt.
4: Okay, like, but like that's just how it goes sometimes. Like that's how college football works sometimes is sometimes you get good dealt good cards for you and sometimes you get dealt against you, and Utah got a good deal.
2: Yeah, I really no, would think it would have been UW versus USC. UW doesn't game.
4: beat Utah in Salt Lake City and they don't beat USC at home or away last year. Okay,
3: well UW beats Utah in a neutral site plus at UW. Uh
2: and borderline, beat, borderline. They, I agree. They U- beat Utah's USC awful, at real. home.
3: UFC they do not be usc at home All, 2022 and U- 2022 usc and 2020 UW are pretty much the exact same team except usc had the heisman winner
4: you truly believe if you put michael last, penix in lincoln year, riley system no. in 2022 with jordan fucking addison that's not what we're talking about though that's not what we're talking about you you believe last i was year. caleb wins let entire me team finish my question <laughs> Last year, USC plays at Washington. You believe Washington wins? Yes, one hundred percent. Smoking crack, one hundred
3: percent, one hundred percent. Your goddamn mind, one hundred percent. USC has absolutely no defense. They Maybe. lost Caleb to Arizona Williams. State Caleb is on the road. They lost to Arizona State <laughs> on the road. It's not like ASU came into our house and beat us. You forgot, the, you forgot about that. You forgot about the UW curse in the think,
4: Your fan brain is terminal, and it's making me sick. <laughs> I, I think, think USC was th-
2: the best team in the conference last year. hundred yeah, percent. Agree. hundred percent.
4: They lost their only conference loss in the regular season was at a stacked Salt Lake City, which we we is, to
2: lost Oregon State if Chance we, Nolan was a fucking idiot. We're gonna <laughs> put
3: UW USC at UW at like a 50-50 game.
2: <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, at least we, we are.
4: Who is yes, we? we
3: are We are at Cascadia Corner. I'm making the decision. Uh, I
4: don't know. I'm if putting i going to tweet that. right now.
0: Please no. There it's going to be 15 deleted tweets on my timeline. Can we <laughs> save this for later? I to circle that to tie that thought back together you are
4: insane
0: <laughs> I, thought, but but I, you love, thought, you I love
4: you but pro- you are insane you thought, you thought are backup in-
3: quarterback caused your running back to slip I don't I- want to hear it I don't want to hear- <laughs> you thought Bo Nick's injury caused your entire that is defense 100% what happened. against Oregon State I don't want to hear it Zach you,
0: <laughs> you want to film me? just me and you next week
2: you believe yeah.
4: 2022 <laughs> USC loses at Washington. You are mentally unwell.
3: When's like the boy. last time USC has won at Washington? Pull it up, Bubba. When was yeah, last time USC won at Washington? We Football? don't have to
2: look at it.
1: Matt, let's no, talk Tennessee football up. next week. Yeah, okay. Not, anyway, can we
3: can we move
2: on? You'll can we move on because I
3: really want to talk about expectations for 2023 Okay, yeah, yeah, roll into it. What, what do you think? State, Okay,
1: okay. James,
3: no, shut up, James. <laughs> Zach, Zach,
4: <laughs> why don't you ask me? <laughs> I'll get to you. Don't worry,
3: Zach. What's your thought on twenty twenty three UW?
2: I think UW is coming into the season lightly overrated oh i think that the uw defense is still gonna be like it's gonna be better but it's still gonna be not very good what if i told you hang on
3: what if i told you that the 2022 uw defense was second in the conference in points allowed per game and second in the conference in point or yards per attempt or par- yards per play and then also first in scoring maybe not scoring maybe it was
4: second
0: I overall believe, scoring I in the year 2023 let's be
4: better so they, gave up, so
3: they gave up less points than 10 of the Pac 12 schools they gave up less yards per play and they gave up and they were the best run defensive what do you say about that and they returned they returned the entire fret seven plus add a few additions. And bolster the uh, secondary.
2: USC has like one of the toughest schedules in the conference next year. So I don't think that matters. I think that USC is going to cook. I think Caleb Williams, unless he just decides to go to the NFL, is going to cook. I think playing in Corvallis, DJU is going to cook. And um, I think that UW is going to be a very good team. I think that UW is going to win nine or ten games. I don't think they're going to be perfect. But I think Michael Penix is going to be very good. It's going to be really, really hard to stop that UW offense. So most games against good teams, it's going to be a shootout.
3: Okay, Matt, I I want to hear your expectations for our beloved Huskies.
0: Our beloved Huskies. Well, you know, I mentioned earlier 2021 hurt me. And I will never recover. Um, With that being said... I am terrified to play at Corvallis next year. And the USC game just gives me really my gut tells me it's just bad vibes for that game. Okay. I think a very solid ten and two for you okay. dub. I don't think that's a disappointment. But you're also not exceeding expectations. I think it's going to be very what you expect with how crazy the offense is going to be and how the defense is taking a step up. You're getting out of the territory of losing these chaos ball games that the Pac-12 is known for that if you're not really, really good, they're hard to escape. I think they get above that bubble. But I I don't know. USC and Oregon State, like those two scare me. Oregon's always talented, and granted, I think that in Montlake, UW wins that game next season, which we can talk about that another time because I don't want to get into that now. But that's still a talented roster. Like you, who knows? You know, so ten and two.
3: James, I want to hear your expectations for twenty twenty three University of Washington um,
4: Huskies. For my, for our Washington listeners, you may have seen on Twitter I had Washington going six and six in the regular season. <laughs> That was not accurate. Uh, I'm sure weed's illegal
3: in the state of Utah,
4: James. I would lay off of it. I once. think Washington goes 9-3 and three in the regular season. Hold on, before you get mad. With losses at Michigan State, at Oregon State, and at USC. And then rematches versus Oregon in the Pac-12 Championship, which I will give a coin flip.
3: Okay. <clears throat> Do you that is to my
4: honest-to-God prediction.
3: Do you guys want to hear mine?
4: I will listen. I'm
3: basically with Matt. Like USC scares me, and I know that no Pac-12 team has ever gone nine and no in conference. Like they've never gone undefeated in conference. So I'm just going to chalk up the USC game as a loss in the Coliseum. However, Oregon State does not scare me, especially since it's late in the season. Um, the graveyard doesn't scare me that much as it does other Pac-12 fans. Um, so I'm gonna go like 11 and one at worst, 10 and two with a loss to Oregon State or Utah. If we go one and one of those games, I'm happy. But where's like, the Utah
2: game? It's right. So like, what, UW, it
3: UW gets fucking like screwed and late in the season. Is the Utah we game get,
2: in on Montlake?
4: The Pac-12 yes. protects his big
2: games, okay, well which is yes. Oregon. So, UW's winning that game.
3: So in November, we play at USC. The following week, we play home against Utah. Then we go on the road, Oregon State. And then we play the Apple Cup at home. Like, obviously, that's going to be a win. Um, is like Michigan State's going to be an easy down in East Lansing
4: game. You believe so?
3: Yes. I think the floor for this team, New York 16. Quite easy. That's easily. the floor? The floor. They should be playing in a New York 6 game.
4: They haven't won a New Year's the, City in 20 ceiling, plus years.
3: The ceiling on this team is getting blown out by Georgia in the <laughs> in the <laughs> national championship. I think like, that's not right. we're all on the same
0: page about that.
3: Like like ceiling on this team, like if they put it together, if the transfers that they brought in for cornerbacks and safeties, if Jabbar Muhammad proves to bring in that like all Big 12 first team all-freshman team that he was at Oklahoma State, like, if this team puts it together and takes the next step in year two under Kalen DeBoer, this team will be in the college football playoffs. However, I think that they will probably just miss out and be playing in a year six game, which I think is completely fair, considering that UW, year one under Kalen, was a, like, borderline year six
4: team. They probably should have played in a New Year's Six. I would agree. Yeah. I want you to know how yeah. much maturity that takes for me. Like that. <laughs> like you
3: finish as a top 10 team. You're coming into the season as a top 10 team. Once again, you return every single talented player on that team. Like the starters that you lose Wayne Talapapa, Jackson Kirkland. Um, Corey Luciano on the offensive line, like those are the only guys on the team where I'm like, yeah, they should not have been starting last year.
1: And I think Matt would agree.
2: So, what do you yeah. think that uh, UW's defense thinks to be? Because UW last year, the defense was 65th in the country according to Beta Ranks,
3: and like second in the Pac-12. That's all I care about. I don't care about in the country. They, they, all I care they, about. According is to in beta the Beta Ranks are sixth. Uh well okay, well according to like actual metrics and stop baseballing <laughs> my foot
1: <laughs> oh, football please
3: they were second. Anyway, I need it <clears throat> like UW secondary to just take slight step and just like be okay. And like literally like UW secondary 2022, bad, mediocre, horrible. I just see 2023 UW secondary to like hold its own in a few of these games.
4: If you had to pick a trap game for UW next year, what is it? It's it's Oregon state. That's not a trap, game. Oregon, state trap 10, game. Oregon state won 10 games last
3: year and they lost their defense.
4: Oh, they didn't have a defense going into 2022.
3: They had a defense coming out of 22. UW didn't have an offense coming out of 2021 and they have, they had a transfer
4: of- quarterback. What do you mean?
3: And Oregon State had a defense coming out of 2022.
4: Coming out of 2022, they have And they didn't have. In. Their defense was atrocious in 2021. Yes. Yeah,
3: and UW's offense was also atrocious. Like,
4: like let's like let's stop moving the goalposts, James.
2: I'm not moving. They the They were I'm both you,
4: bad. They were fine in 2021. Okay. I'm bad you okay. Think
2: Oregon State's defense is gonna be. That's what I'm saying. They were top 15 defense. You think they're gonna? Yeah, be Yeah, like but then to they 60? lost other DBs. I'm just okay, saying we're Oregon gonna, State we're, won
4: this is... 10 games in 2022, and to pretend like it's like a trap game is kind of silly. It's Zach, no how many
3: of your DBs did you lose in between Three. 2022 and 2023? Three.
4: Okay, Next. and that was the best
3: part of your secondary, correct? Or best part of your defense, correct? Was yep. your secondary. Okay. The Next different... man up. <laughs> so UW lost, like, the worst Piece of their defense and they replace it with arguably better defenders and they return their best players on the front seven, who is arguably the best players of their front seven.
4: You need two, I get you three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Oregon State has the best defense in the back. Four next year.
3: They also don't bring back the Coletto. The
0: hammer. Real. They don't bring it back.
4: You, you mean the
0: 49er now? <laughs> It, it irks my soul. I wanted him so bad. As <laughs> can we can we stop letting me run segments when I've
3: had too many De beers? You, I
0: we've recorded for it, an hour and a half. And point. Okay, uh, I do want to get in before we wrap this up. That my trap games that are actually trap games. Yeah, thank you, um, Matt, for being because, serious because Oregon State is the game I'm most concerned about next year. I can't call mm. the trap game. Um, I would say at Michigan State. Grass, bad vibes. No. I know Michigan State sucks in their are already weak, a loss. But no, I don't know. Weird stuff Guaranteed. can happen. And honestly, <laughs> I think <laughs> September 2nd against Boise State. Kind of weird. Dude, I'm feeling no. Let me let me let
4: me let me cook. Let me cook, please. I am begging for once. Let me cook. That game is close going into halftime or or Washington pulls away in the second half. I would bet my house on it. You don't have a house. It. I don't want to hear it <laughs> I <laughs> <Right>. would bet <laughs> okay. I would bet Dewey's no. house on it, <laughs>
0: and i, I there's no. nothing there's no like actual factual evidence I'm going off of for this besides like Boise State's always pretty good. And I just get like I get this rock in my stomach thinking about this game for whatever reason.
2: They're giving giving Kalynborn nine months.
3: You're giving Kalen Deborn nine fucking months to prepare for a team.
2: Kalen Green is gonna run all over you, okay. Okay, I didn't, say that. Good yeah, I didn't no say that.
3: No one, no one runs the ball against us.
2: He's exactly. a running quarterback. No one runs
3: the ball against us. As well, <laughs>
0: all right. I, no. I don't know. I like I said. I just facts. <laughs> facts don't really back up my feelings about that game. It's very much a vibes off game for me. So that's. Do He's really going the
4: to Michigan game. State, which means they're definitely losing.
3: I will be in East Lansing. <laughs> like, no, I. Never mind, I'm not undefeated. We lost in Arizona in like 2013 when I was there. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's that's like the. Was that the Arizona?
1: That was
0: good Arizona. That was like, or was that, remember, that was red
3: trot Arizona? Like we lost like 56. Oh, I yeah. like I remember like 13 year old Dewey like throwing a fucking fit in Arizona <laughs> Stadium <laughs> yeah. because it wasn't Khalil Tate. It was um, Kadeem Carey.
0: Yep. Oh, my God. It was
3: fucking Kadeem <laughs> Carey just running all over us. And, like, Shaq Thompson had a pick to end the second half. But, like, we just couldn't get anything done.
4: Scooby Wright. You know. Shout out. Scooby was Scooby Wright. It was Scooby <laughs> Wright. Right.
0: Oh, my God. Scooby Wright.
1: 12-year-old
4: 12, 12 me did not understand why Scooby Wright wasn't an NFL prospect. <laughs> I
0: was like, he's so good. <laughs> No. Right. we got anything any, else here or... yeah any final thoughts on this guys this has been a very interesting uh argument between drew and james for 45
2: minutes so we're an hour and 30 in i know we have <laughs> recorded
0: an actual podcast
4: this time that's so impressive
2: i love it
0: anything else because i am i'm good otherwise i think the yeah. shoot up team is... i think we yeah we cooked here we cooked they're very good I'm excited to watch them next year. All things yeah. considered, I have not felt this good as I have about a Washington team in a while. So like, maybe
4: hey, 2021, you would argue, right?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. Um, but they're starting at top ten, not at number 20. So yeah, maybe that's a better element. I don't know. Regardless, uh, thank you so much for tuning into the Cascadia Quarter Podcast. We are hoping to get a few more episodes out before the start of the season. But mm-hmm. if not, we'll be ready to go in late August, early September regardless. So stay tuned for that. Make sure to follow us on all of our personal handles and follow us on Twitter at Cascadia underscore Quarter. Get us to 100 legitimate followers, please, and interact with us. We are very funny sometimes. Um, and make sure to leave us a five-star review. Anything else to add, guys, before we go? Love you oh that's so nice of you that's Uh, all i got
2: hi guac yeah hi Hi Um,
4: (laughs) guac even guac doesn't listen this long come on
1: (laughs) 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 all right i'm ending my recording